All right. Well, it's uh, it's great to be able to uh, lead this study with you guys again this morning. Um, sure, appreciate uh, having this opportunity to do this, and uh, it was really neat. Um, I'd been kind of reading, you know, reading forward in in the book uh, by Rideout and. Uh, came across this section that we're going to be dealing with today and it was just um very very uh applicable to many of the things that the lord's been been uh showing me uh teaching me recently and uh i knew that mike was going to be covering it and then uh well, the way the class goes we sometimes get a little bit behind what we think will be and mike messages today can you cover <laughs> Can you cover off the, the rest of this? Uh, what is it? Lesson thirty-four, I think. And I said, "Yeah, I'd, I would uh, love to do that." So, it gave me uh, an excuse to dig in a little bit more to uh, some of these these things here. So, um, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think we finished off with question two: uh, How does how does one become intelligent in the things of God? And um, had some really good discussion around that last week. I was actually hoping to go back and re-listen to that audio because it was it was really good. Sorry, was someone commenting to me? I didn't quite catch that. Um, but uh, anyway, we're um, moving on into question three is where we're going to pick up here. Um, and... Uh, the question is, is all ministry <clears throat> by the Spirit of God? And explain. So, if you're going to answer, you got to explain it. But, um, the, in the print book, which is what I have, it's, uh, on page one, uh, 178. Um, and I believe one, I, be, I believe it's page 79 in the PDF. So depending what you're, you're reading. Anyone want to, uh, Take a stab at that question, or have any thoughts on that? I think I think um, you know one one thing that's really important to address with that question is well, what is what is ministry? Depending on maybe your background or whatever, the term ministry may mean may mean something different. I mean, I, I did a little bit. Of, I, you look up the word ministry or minister in the dictionary, and you're going to get some interesting definitions, right? I mean, one of the definitions of minister is a a you know a professional you know, a vocation. Uh, within the church, kind of a something along those lines, but that we know that that's not that's not what ministry is not a profession. Actually, I don't. I'm, I'm not very familiar with U.S. politics, but but I know in in Canada here we have ministers of everything in our political realm. You know, for instance, our prime minister is the you know, but then we have the you know all of the ministers under under him, and then provincially as well. You know, minister of whatever department, and and the word minister. Uh, in, in our English language, just, it just comes from the from the Latin um, for for servant, which actually was kind of interesting. I, I looked it up in the dictionary. I realized that the word minister comes from the the word minus uh, or less, um, and uh, so that it, a servant or a minister is someone who is lesser. Kind of you're a you're a, you're a lower <laughs> lower than um, and. Um, and that's the uh, 
and that's just that's just the English. Um, but uh, you know, within the body of Christ, um, there is uh, everyone um, is is to be uh, in in we could say in ministry. Um, of course, depending on your your context, your mindset, that may that may not um, uh, that may that may, may may give you visions of the you know that you need to be teaching a class or uh, or leadership in some ways, but that's not uh, I don't believe that's what we mean. I'll read what Rido um, says about that. Um, he says all ministry is by the Spirit of God. I have already spoken of ordination and will not uh, refer to it here. The Spirit calls, selects, and sends forth whom he chooses. He also abundantly sustains and guides them. So the ministry that goes on in the body of Christ, as I as I um, understand it through Scripture, is that every member is involved in the uh, the strengthening and building up of the body, and that is is more varied than we often realize. I think um, we, you know, even when we try to think of the different ways that that uh, different members of the body minister to one another, I think we're somewhat limited even in what we recognize. And yet, um, the Holy Spirit Himself is the one doing that work through. Uh, through each member, uh, supplying to, to the other members what is needed. Um, I think sometimes apart from, maybe quite often apart from even the awareness of the, of the person doing the, doing the ministry, if that makes sense. Because the Holy Spirit uses you, um, in someone else's life in, in, uh, in a way that's, uh, meaningful to them and, and perhaps didn't seem that significant to you, um, but it, but he's he's able to do that that work very powerfully. You know, it's interesting about uh, ministers or a, a ministry. It, it you are a servant. That's what you do. Um, but th- the issue of of you know the question is: Are all minist- does all ministry have to be spiritual? Well, it, it by definition has to be because the whole ministry of the church is spiritual. And so a lot of times I think you have, uh, you know, the, the old story, well, so-and-so who's a school teacher, a really good school teacher, came to Christ, they would make a good Sunday school teacher. Not necessarily. Mm-hmm. And so when you, when you start talking about definitions of ministers of God's word, there's so much that goes into that, and it isn't because the the the, the person that's doing the ministering has has necessarily come from a, a biblical education background, although he, he or she knows the Bible. It's because, like you said, like Rideout says, it's because the Lord calls them, and then He suits them out and gets them ready. Mm-hmm. To be to be a minister, and I think we all, if anything, we've in contemporary Christianity, we've because of seminaries and the way the system operates, we have 
lost sight of the, the minister who's sitting right next to you, who is probably pre- better prepared uh, than somebody else just because he's he or she is a is uh, pays close attention to God's word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, very. Yeah, I really appreciate that that input, Mike. And I'm talking about teaching. There's a jillion other ones, you know, that mm-hmm. where you serve, uh, where you serve the body of Christ, and every single one of them is spiritual. I don't care what mm-hmm. the, the task is, because it's the body of Christ. It's spiritual. Yeah. You know. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think sometimes. Um, you know, I see glimpses of it now and then, but the preparation of the Holy Spirit. We're start, some of your comments, Mike, we're starting to get into the next question, so we'll go there pretty soon, um, talking about preparation for ministry. Um, but I think that um, the, the preparation that the Holy Spirit gives us uh, individually is um, incredibly specific to certain needs that, that we're unaware of, you know, when he's doing the preparatory work in our lives but somewhere down the road um it's amazing how often um, you'll find that someone what is if as, as if they were as if I, but it, you see that they were specifically uh carefully um prepared for a specific need within the body of christ uh-huh. and um and you don't get that kind of preparation from a um you know from a professor they don't they don't know the needs that are coming down the down the road but the holy spirit does and so the preparation that he gives you is is specifically or or carefully curated to exactly what's going to be needed so yeah well, that's, that's really important because mm-hmm. it, your ministry might be totally behind the scenes nobody knows what's going on and it may just be for you know, one thing or one person, and you've been suited out for that. You're the right one, mm-hmm. and that's enough. You know, if that's what the Lord has called you, that's enough. You don't yep. need that. You don't need to get. You don't need crowds, and you don't need numbers, and you don't need recognition. It's what the Lord the Lord has done. So, mm-hmm. Miles, this is actually Courtney upstairs from Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney's upstairs from me, yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the things, you know, I think about when you say specifically for someone and minister, what is, is it the First Corinthians one where you're comforted by with by which, you know, you can comfort others by which God comforted you. You go specifically through something and, you know, why am I going through this trial? Well, then you're able to help somebody in that same trial. So the ministry, you know, the Lord's prepared you by going through it yourself can look at somebody else and say, hey, you know, come beside him and say, this is, this is how the Lord worked me through this trial or this, you know, whatever. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that kind of prepared specifically for, quote, that ministry to that person. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I like that, Court. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, even just a, a little specific example I had this morning, and it's, it's I've heard this comment so many times, but it's amazing how often the hungry heart um, readings are are specifically uh, prepared for something that you are going through today. Um, 
you know, only the Holy Spirit could, you know, <laughs> could be still ministering through, through Miles Stanford, um, you know, and preparing that because he knew, the Lord knew what date, you know, in history you're going to need, you're going to need to read what you read today. Um, it's uh-huh. su- surprisingly regular. Um, and if that just happened to me this morning, you know, I, I, I mentioned early in, before the class here that Alyssa and I were gone the last couple of days out west and I, I didn't, you know, I'd been hoping to do a little bit more preparation for this morning. I woke up this morning feeling a little bit, um, a little bit less prepared than I would have liked to be and, and picked up the hungry heart. Now there's, there's the information that I needed for this morning and the Holy Spirit didn't give it to me in advance, but he did provide it <laughs> at the right time. And, um, so, um, so he's, so it's just an example of how he does the preparatory work. Um, even when I didn't go out to seek it. Um, and that's not to say that I shouldn't prepare for, <laughs> for, for teaching or for a lesson, but, um, in, you know, in that case, he, he did provide that and, uh, is very, uh, very specific to a need. Um, but let's ask yeah. the next question because we're getting into it here. Um, how, sorry, uh, in, no, <laughs> number four, uh, what dangers to preparation for ministry does the author elaborate on? What dangers to preparation for ministry does the author elaborate on? Um, and, uh, and Mike, you, you wrote that question. I mean, the, when I f- first read that, the word dangers, um, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's an interesting, um, it's an interesting word to to put on it because it's very it's very uh appropriate <laughs> um you know i i was reading through i'm not i don't think that would yeah i think that word came from your own um, um but you know as i thought about that i i i have seen um sadly in my own life as well when i have uh gained some, you know, some new, uh, let's just call it biblical knowledge, um, that can be an incredibly destructive tool. Um, it sounds strange, but um, it, we're, we're actually, as, as one of the first, we're, we're starting a, a group this fall with uh, some of the young um, kids up here. Um, I'm going to be teaching a group of uh, between 11, 12, and 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 16 year old years old, it'd probably be nine or 10 kids, and we're going to be teaching them some, you know, some basic Bible study uh, tools and that sort of thing. But the first lesson that I want to teach them is um, is on uh, handling a sharp tool or handling a sharp uh, weapon. Actually, I was just that just reminded me. I put a I put a horse a shoe a shoe nail into my finger um, on the weekend. It's still kind of kind of hurting. I was trying, <laughs> I tried to shoe a horse. Those nails are really really sharp and um, pretty easy to cut yourself on them. And um, but but a sharp tool is very very important. Um, but to but to be wielded um, by um, by yourself for your for your for yourself um you know some nasty consequences and so you know when when i was beginning to get really eager about um about scripture and and and, you know studying and and learning all i could um 
I, you know, my own pride, um, had a way of turning that around into something very destructive, um, and damaged a number of relationships because of, because of my pride in the, in the, um, the wrong, the wrong use of, of truth. So, um, I'll read here what, um, kind of how, how Rido, um, puts this. It's on page 178. Um, and, uh, he says an, an education, um, even an intellectual knowledge of scripture is not preparatory for the ministry. Um, he says, far be it for me to decry true knowledge and let us covet to know more and more. Let us seek ability to read the scripture in the original tongues. Let us study history, archaeology, everything that can illustrate the truths of God. Let us know more of that world of nature all about us that speaks of God and of Christ to the attentive and devout soul. But these are not necessarily the preparation for ministry. You know, that's, that's I think, a really quite an amazing statement because all the things he described there are, are exactly the things that um, that we go to you know, Bible school or seminary to learn, basically. And those are the, some of the things that we're going to be teaching, you know, these young people in this in this group. You know, we're going to be doing some introductory Greek. We're going to be doing, um, you know, the, the, the history and, um, you know, biblical context for um, giving them these skills. But um, they're not necessarily preparatory for ministry. Um, he, he, he acknowledges, right, or acknowledges that, you know, um, we should covet to know more and more. Um, but that, that is, that is not the preparation for ministry. Um, because he says, he says, the spirit of God may use any and all of these. Um, you know, so those things aren't, aren't worthless. Um, but he and he alone can prepare a man for ministry. Um, and, and that's because that's like, like we referred to a little bit earlier here. It's a, it's a personal thing. It's, it's, uh, it's not an, it's not an intellectual thing. It's a, it's a personal and, and spiritual thing. Um, he comments here on, I mean, I find this interesting. This book is at least, it's over a hundred years old. Um, and, uh, you know, he says, I, I need hardly refer to educational institutions. Most of the secular and alas, many of the religious are in the hands of the enemy. Um, that was already true in his day. Um, where infidelity is taught, where the word of God is dissected and criticized. These are not places for godly youth to learn the truth and ways of God. It is if they go there, it should be as doubly armed against all the subtlety of the enemy. Sad indeed it is to give such a warning, sadder still the necessity for it. And, uh, oh my, if that was true, if that was true in his day, how much, how much more so today? Um, you know, the only, uh, in Canada here, um, there's one, there's one Bible school that still is fairly, um, has a decent reputation as being biblical. Um, and yet they're very much, uh, reformed, you know, um, theology perspective. At least they believe that the Word of God is the authority. That's, that's the, you know, but it's other than that, you know, there is no, um, there's no educational institution you could could uh seek out to to uh um 
that wouldn't that wouldn't fit the fit fit what uh, Rideout is is talking about here. Um, I know there's some sound options within the within the U.S., um, but um, but even there, you know, the technical skills, the technical abilities, and so forth are not are not what prepares an individual to to um, serve to be a minister in, in the body of Christ. So. I thought that was very, um, as I kind of mentioned earlier, very uh, valuable for me to to read this and write and to think about this because, um, in fact, this whole section, I, I shared these two or so pages with with the parents of the kids that were going to be teaching because I wanted them to to read this and to get a bit of an idea, a bit of an understanding that. Um, that yeah, there's value in in you know, um, in in an education of uh, you know, but it's not, um, it's on its on its own. As I said earlier, on its own, it's actually can be very it can be a big negative. <laughs> um, there's there's a lot of people in the I think in the church who have a lot of education. You know, um, I met some of them. <laughs> um, and uh, Miles, one of the things I think of about there that which years ago when I actually uh, spent a lot of time with Miles Stanford, Miles Stanford had no um, uh, academic credentials. Mm-hmm. In ter- he had no seminary, none of that. You know, never went to college, and yet here's a guy that God used. You know, in a tremendous way. And to be honest, that was an encouragement to me because it kept me from going down that road. Mm-hmm. That, um, you know, if I, if I hope someday to serve the Lord, do I need to go to seminary and get, get some degrees and do I need to, you know, uh, have a job somehow in a, in a, uh, Christian world and on and on it went. And after coming to know him pretty well and watch what he was doing and, and the things he was writing, when, when a guy like Sammy Rideout starts talking about the Holy Spirit being the one who outfits you for, for your ministry and it doesn't come necessarily from an institution that comes directly from him, that was very encouraging to me because I thought, you know, anybody can serve the Lord and you don't have to be a scholar to do it. Yeah, you have to, as you go along, you have to become more and more familiar with what God's word is, but that's a work he does too. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, the type of ministry, everything that goes along with it, it's from him to you without world accreditation. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a critical point that we, contemporary Christianity has really bought into world accreditation, you know. Mm-hmm. And n- not that you don't need to test the spirits and not that you don't need to be as accurate as you can, but uh, it's between you and the Holy Spirit. That's where it really lies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think the Holy Spirit does a much better job uh, orchestrating your 
education for, we'll just use that word, um, than what any man-made institution, you know, a man-made institution can come up with a course of studies, you know, and you need to learn this and that and the other. And it's not, it's not wrong to, you know, to go there necessarily or to learn, you know, um, from, from some of these teachers. But, um, at the same time, the Holy Spirit is working in, in your life to develop specific needs, um, so that you hunger for exactly the truth that he desires and intends to bring uh, to your attention at that time. And he'll do that through his word. You know, as you hunger for, for a specific thing and you, and you begin to, you know, uh, search his word for, um, for, for understanding in that area, um, He's, he's, he's the one doing that work rather than, um, rather than you. I, I, uh, have a nephew that just, just started his first year of Bible school, you know, and, uh, it's interesting. He's getting a heavy, heavy course load, uh, or, you know, it sounded like <laughs> first, first week he texted us and said, Hey, you know, I've got to read like five, five books of the Bible this week. And that's great. He's going to get some familiarity with, with the word of God, maybe like he hasn't before. But, you know, it's a requirement. It's a course requirement. You know, it's not, uh, it's not necessarily just like, Hey, I'm so, <laughs> I'm so desirous to sit down and read five books of the Bible this week. It's just like, you know, there is some there for sure. I mean, he's, he chose to go to Bible school. There's some, there's some hunger there. There's some desire there for sure. And I think the Holy Spirit's at work in that. But sometimes, it, you know, I know it was for me as a process of learning, man, crowning my head with intellectual knowledge just you know, for the sake of, of knowing it or, um, as I've kind of, you know, being, being able to win arguments, <laughs> essentially, you know, being able to, being able to know it so that I, you know, can prove to you, um, something, uh, is, is just a wrong, um, a wrong spirit, a wrong, uh, Motivation. I've been there, but um, the I, I wanted to read here from from today's hungry heart, and this I think is very valuable to what we're talking about here. He says, uh, "The Lord Jesus Himself, and not even truth about Him, must be filling our hearts if we are to grow." Um, he says, "In this, I mean, <laughs> I don't know how old this particular quote is, but he says this is no unnecessary." admonition in a day when knowledge of the most sacred truths may be intellectually attained by so small an effort. Um, and and uh, I, I'm, I know all these quotes are at least a little bit dated, but, you know, today um, we are, um, I mean, to, to gain, you know, knowledge of, of, of truths is, is so easy. Um, it's probably also easy to, to gain knowledge of deceptions too. I mean, you gotta, you, know, you can Google search things and, and who knows what you're gonna come up with. But I mean, just the, you know, I, I think of the, um, the digital, the digital Bible apps that we have today, you know, and, uh, just about any person can go on and, and, and find the Greek for that and, and, um, you know, look at the word meanings and that's valuable stuff. It's worth, that's, that's great. Those are great tools. Um, but, um, 
but it's so important to understand that just knowledge, you know, uh, even truth about him is not what's to be filling our hearts. It's the Lord Jesus himself. Um, to know him, not truth about him. That's a very different thing. I think I kind of made a comment on that a week or two ago. Um, you know, like, like in any close relationship, um, you can know about someone. You can know lots about someone, um, without knowing them, without intimacy with them. And that's, um, what, what really of what value is it to know lots about Jesus, if we don't know him intimately. Um, the uh, Let's go to question five. Um, what is needed for the spirit? Nope. Yes. What is needed for the spirit to use one for ministry? What is needed for the spirit to use one for ministry? <clears throat> Any thoughts on that? Anyone want to? We've kind of already smashed the uh, the uh, golden calf of seminary education. So, so what is needed? He points out that there's a necessity for the spirit's presence and power in the person. He also, at the end of his uh, presentation in the book, the necessity to be a broken vessel, and mm-hmm. maybe you can enlighten us on those. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, that, that there specifically, that comment is one of the, one of the things that, um, um, I've been needing to learn a lot about and, and it's very slow in coming. Um, that's a, that's a long term kind of a lesson here that I think I'm, I'm being taught. And what does it mean to be a, a broken vessel? Um, uh, Rideout makes the comment he says the main preparation is in the secret life and with the word of God um, and, and then he says uh, it ever remains that the Holy Spirit amply qualifies every vessel that he may choose for the ministry so that it's, that's Precisely what we've been talking about here this morning, you know, it's it's him who who qualifies um, for um, for ministry um, because it's because it's his work. Um, it's not our work. We ought, that's, I think is the error that we that we run into with the term ministry. You know, we often have this idea in our minds that, well, what ministry, you know, am I going to choose to be involved in this fall? You know, it's time at the local church to sign up for a fall ministry. You know, fall the fall ministry schedule is kicking off or whatever, you know. Um, and that completely uh, fails to recognize that it's not about my schedule or my um, program. You know, it's what is the what is the Holy Spirit uh, doing uh, through each member of the body, and that's um, that's his that's his work. Um, I found this uh, this statement from Rideout uh, 
quite um, awesome. He, he says, Ah, brethren, the man who knows one thing is the man who will speak in the demonstration of the spirit and of power. Um, the, the context for that, that comment, I get out of the, to back up a little bit. Um, he says, how often has he, the Lord, done a vast work in the conversion of souls through some, quote, unlearned and ignorant man? Uh, how often has the humble blue collar worker a deeper, broader knowledge of divine truth than the learned professor? Um, and, um, and I just, I, you know, he, he puts the, the one thing in quotes there. Oh, brethren, the man who knows one thing is the man who will speak in a demonstration of the spirit and of power. And, and I'm, I'm not, um, I, I think at least it brought to my mind right away, um, first Corinthians, uh, two verse two, um, that, that section there, um, where Paul says, you know, for I determined to know uh, nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. And, you know, um, if, if we know that one thing, if we've, if we have, uh, latched onto that one thing, and if we are able to, um, minister that one thing, you know, Jesus Christ and him crucified, then, um, then there's a, there's a powerful, uh, work that the spirit, um, can do through, through that. And, you know, I think so often that the, the, the person who, who has that, just, just that one thing in so many ways is more useful to the spirit because all their, all their knowledge, all their learning doesn't, doesn't get in the way of the thing that is Jesus Christ. Um, Again, not that we, not that we should, um, disdain, uh, you know, learning, um, the, the, the deep things of, of God. But, um, if we ever, in, in all that, if we lose our, uh, our attention, our focus on, on Jesus Christ and who he is, then what's the, what's the use of the rest of that? And that's what he says. He says, but on the other hand, every true minister of Christ will hunger for greater fitness and fuller knowledge. And so there is a, there is a growing, uh, in that, that, that happens, but it, it has to be, um, it has to be a, um, well, he says it, it will be, however, knowledge of the word of God, which he craves. And to that, he will give time and prayer beyond all else. And so that desire to, to know Christ, um, and to make him known. Um, that actually was a quote that's, um, a hundred, almost precisely a hundred years ago. That was the vision statement of Ellie Maxwell for the Bible school just down the road from here, uh, to know Christ and to make him known. And someone shared that with me just, just a couple of weeks ago here. And that, that really should summarize all, uh, all ministry. I, I think. Is that, um, if you have, a, if you have a, um, a hunger for greater fitness and, and fuller knowledge, it should be because of, of, um, of a desire to know him and then in turn to, to share that, to, to make him known personally to, to others. So, 
Um, that brings us to, um, to time. Uh, there's, there's one question left on that set of notes and it's to do with, um, the, the salvation of souls as, as Rido puts it for evangelism. And it kind of is the way he caps and, and summarizes this, this little section. And it's, there's a lot there and it's really valuable. So we'll pick up with that next time. Uh, so let's close, let's close in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for this time that we've had this morning to, uh, be able to, uh, enjoy the fellowship that, uh, that we have in the body of Christ. Uh, and, uh, Lord, thank you that we can, um, just, uh, think on the incredible, uh, value, um, of, of knowing Christ and, uh, and of sharing, uh, that intimate knowledge of Him, uh, with, with others around us. And, uh, and we pray that you would, uh, that you would give each of us a greater, uh, hunger and desire for that. And thank you that you are doing that as you orchestrate the circumstances and situations of, of our lives. Um, that's precisely what, you, what you are working to do to draw us into, uh, deeper, intimate, uh, knowledge of Christ. And, um, so we just thank you for these things in Jesus name. Amen.